Holy moly, we got some Star Wars lore. All I got to say is give me more. What do we mean by that? Well, here today, we're going to answer that on Two Geeks and a Microphone. Welcome to the Two Geeks and a Microphone podcast, your one-stop shop for television, movie, video games, comic books, book reviews, and more. Now, without further ado, here's Steven and Mike. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Two Geeks and a Microphone. I am your half-awake co-host, Mr. Stephen Boster, along with the one, the only, our other fellow co-host alumni, Mr. Michael Shanks. Mike, say hey to everybody. Good morning to all you geeks out there in geekdom land, and I'm the other half of <laughs> of that uh sleepiness <laughs> although i'm a little bit more awake than you i think i i've been awake longer and i've had one coffee and working on an iced coffee right now so so what you're saying though is is that you have more caffeine in you this than is true this is right very yes the alarm on went off at six and i i was like uh-uh i am not getting up at six there's no way and right. reset it for seven because Brenda wanted to get up at seven because she had to work. And so I got up at seven and I was just like, oh, I need coffee. <laughs> right. Right. So I feel all... like a zombie. Yeah, we're, we're going to have a little game. So if you're if you're watching this live. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. We're so glad that you're here with us. If you're watching this after we have gone live, um, it should be an interesting game to kind of see what happens from how sleepy we are now to how awake we may be by the end of it because we're having. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I have watched a few Star Wars videos this morning, which just kind of got me pumped up and ready. So, you know, nice caffeine and theories. I, I, I think I'm ready for this. So, <laughs> okay, good. I'm excited. I have some questions for you, definitely, because I've heard some theories out there. And I'm curious to get your point. But today, before I forget, everybody, we are talking about the latest episode of the Disney Plus TV show, uh, Ahsoka. 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 Um, and, um, it, and so I, I am looking forward to uh, our discussion today because it was episode six, right? Do we only yeah. have two more? We only have two more. It is almost over. Wow. I can't. We're. I mean. I, I feel like we haven't really touched anything, you know, I, we just, just got to Thrawn. We just got to Ezra and it's like, oh, and this is all going to be over. Oh, crap. <laughs> what is Filoni going to do in these, these last two episodes are going to have to be just packed with, with goodness. I, I don't know what to think right now. Well, had they, have they started? Uh, rumor has it they're prepping for Ahsoka two season two. Excuse me. I've heard rumors Ahsoka two is coming, but there's also the, the talk of the quote unquote heir to the empire film 
because Filoni, you know, it. Uh, I know you got to take everything that Kathleen Kennedy says with a grain of salt. Actually, you got to take it with a giant salt lick. But um, she she did announce that Filoni was getting his own film, and I, I think if that's if we can get one thing accurate out of her, I think Filoni getting a film is accurate. You know, okay. Um, but again, I I don't. And and all of this, like Ahsoka, the Mandalorian, um, I thought one other show was Boba Fett. They're all supposed to tie and culminate into the movie. So, I, but I don't know when it. I have no idea when that's coming. I don't know if he started working on it. Of course, nobody can talk about anything either. You know, nobody associated with Disney, Hollywood, etc. You know, they're not allowed to talk about anything. So we don't know what's coming and we don't know what's already written, you know, because they can't write right now. There's a writing freeze. So if if they're doing anything, it has to already have been written, you know. So mm-hmm. I don't know. So much is up in the air right now. It's crazy. I, I just I don't know what to expect. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Well, um, do we, uh, we need to get the ball rolling on the main event cause we're yeah. excited to talk to everybody. So, uh, what's our, what's our uh, game plan for this morning? Are we just going to jump right into it? Yeah. So, uh, we're going to skip over geek dar and news. Uh, I think there's a lot of world building to talk about in this and I, I really don't have anything for geek dar news. So. No, worries. no worries. So let's, let's jump right into the main event. Let's do this. It's time for the main event. Okay. I'm excited to hear what theories that you've been hearing. I want to know if they're the same ones I've been hearing. Some, Mm -hmm. some I really like some I'm like, yeah, that's completely too far fetched. It's not going to happen. You know, uh, I have some things that I would like to happen that I'm afraid can never happen. We'll kind of get into that. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just so many things. I got words to say about Thrawn. <laughs> right. Right. Both good and bad. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, there, there's a lot that's happened this last week, or I mean, not even last week, days, just the explosion of theories and discussions. And and it is, you're right, all about world building. Real quick, I, I do want to do a shout out to Sage Page. Sage Page Omega, who's uh, watching us on Twitch. Awesome. Sage, good to see you, man. Uh, Sage just shared a joke, which actually got me giggling a little bit. I just want to say, he said, what is Star Wars' favorite child's toy? So I thought, wait, what? Star Wars. So Star Wars, their favorite child. So it's a super Ahsoka. A super Ahsoka. <laughs> nice. That sounds like one for uh, the three geeky dads right there. Right. <laughs> You know, speaking of shout outs, I need to do a shout out to my nephew, Dalton. Today is his birthday. I believe it's his 12th. I'm going to get in trouble happy if I don't have that right. Birthday. Happy birthday to you. You belong. Right on. Oh, sorry. 
<laughs> he does belong in a zoo, by the way. <laughs> oh, gosh. Happy birthday, Dalton. I don't know if he's watching or not. Uh, I know he's got some things planned today. I think they nice. said something about they're going, they're going to a new coffee shop, which I thought was funny for a 12-year-old. Um, right. And uh, they're going to do some hiking, and he's going to make a, a cake and a mug and, I don't know, all kinds of things. <clears throat> he nice. said he wasn't going bowling though i would have liked to go on bowling <laughs> but it's not your birthday <laughs> <laughs> i like to bowl what can i say i don't do it very often but i like to bowl i don't know it was just something i thought about when we were talking about it. so anyway we're not talking birthday talk though we're talking ahsoka right. so this was episode five, six episode, episode six, six we said yes and, and it what's was entitled far far away mm -hmm. there's a reason why it was titled far far away because <laughs> yep. yep. there was a specific line that was quoted that i went i i did the whole meme you know the <gasps> <laughs> yeah right he said it he said it i heard it right what's your uh what's your overall score of the episode then okay i can't give this quite as high a score as last week for sure. Um, because okay. the action just wasn't there for this one. There really was no action in this. A uh, lot of uh, story building. In fact, I really, you know, I always watch it twice. I watch it initially on Tuesday nights. And then I, I usually watch it again on Friday nights before the, uh, before we do our episode. Cause I want to kind of refresh myself going into the episode. Mm -hmm. And then I do a lot of uh, little, uh, YouTube videos and stuff to help me refresh and everything. Um, so, and, and, you know, like last week's, I mean, I definitely wanted to watch it a second time, but as far as excitement level, I didn't need it a second time. You know, it's just like, Oh, I was just pumped from the first time. Yeah. This one, I needed a second viewing to get me more into the episode. Okay. Um, because the first time I was like, uh, okay, um, it's a little slow. Um, Thrawn's a little fat, <laughs> which threw me mm. off. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I know I can't talk much, but <laughs> we've all put a little weight on, but he's Grand Admiral Thrawn and I'm not. So <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll rant about that in a little bit. Um, so, but after I watch it second time and I'm seeing more of the world building and I'm seeing some character development and, and you know, that I just kind of didn't quite get the first time I have to give it a score of eight. Um, oh, sure. Oh, I forgot. We, we need to pick a, a scale and Brenda mm -hmm. suggested that we used a, uh, the, the hermit crab turtles, turtle crabs, whatever they are. <laughs> Oh, okay. Okay. The, uh, the Nazis. Okay. The Nazis, yeah. Okay. Nazis. So, okay. So I will give it eight Nazis out of 10. Eight Nazis. Okay. Okay. And a lot of that has to do with some of the visionary that was in this, just, just the, the visuals that was in this. Um, I love the stormtroopers. <laughs> it was just, the stormtroopers were glorious in this. It was like, wow, those are so cool. Um, I want action figures. 
action figures. <laughs> Must have action figures. Right. Okay. All right. Well, um, I would give it, I, I, you know, that's still a good score. Eight is still a good score. And, and I would agree with you in the aspect that it was not that it was a filler episode because it was a great world building episode. Agreed. I really liked it. I really liked it. Um, again, it's not like the big surprises in the in the battles and or the you know the action that we had in the previous episode. It had its own reveals. It had its own you know. There's little action bits pieces here and there, but it was it was you know as you predict this was the episode that we got Thrawn. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of a thing that and uh it was uh some neat review neat i would agree with you the the scenery the views the big ship the way it looks you know and uh and we got introduced to the the i guess i we call them the nazis i i don't know i don't know yet but they're in the nazis i had the uh the the track on i, I always have the audio track on and mm-hmm. the it, subtitles, it, yeah, the subtitles say they're the Nazis, N O T I, Nazis, Nazis, Nazis. They're naughty little creatures. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but I would also give it a good solid eight. Uh, oh, nice, eight, eight out right of 10. Yeah, because it was, it was, it was, it was a good episode. And, oh, I'm not uh, saying it wasn't a. Good yeah, yeah, and I hear you say that. I, I just really enjoyed the world building, and especially the world building of uh, Shin and Balin. Yes, yes. Um, and so I look forward to having some discussions with you today about that. So, so there's okay. there's my score: eight out of ten. Hotties, Noki, Noties, Nokis, no, no, Noties, the Nazis. Not the naughties. The naughties. <laughs> the naughties. We'll go with naughties. I like naughty. <laughs> right. Although they weren't really naughty. They were actually You pretty say naughty. I say shinhati. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, gosh. You're starting to sound like Andrew Staples. You're just stuck on shinhati. Yeah. Hey, everybody. <laughs> if you have a Facebook account, you need to check out the, uh, the, the Escape Pod, Pod uh, Facebook group. Uh, great geek group. Uh, it's run by our, our, our show friend, <laughs> Andrew, Andrew Staples. Staples. Then who, you can troll him about Hati and he uh, is. Yeah. <laughs> He's such, he is. He is obsessed with shit. Hati. He's got some great memes. Oh my and gosh. Stuff he's he got does. merch on her already. I, I was shocked. He, does he really? That's awesome. Well, he, he had a t-shirt and everything and i was just like wow where did where in the world did you get that <laughs> yeah I, I can barely find a soka t-shirts let alone shin hot tea <laughs> my gosh and believe me i was looking for a soka t-shirts because i wanted one to go with my hat <laughs> right i know what I was can, it I what was it you said he stated just recently one of his posts was about the it wasn't the ahsoka show Oh yeah, yeah. He he said. Uh, let's see if I still got. It. Oh shoot, I had it up. He said something about he's really going to be uh, um, sad when the Shin Hot Tea series ends. Yeah. 
And then I posted a, a, a meme of The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, uh, working out. And it says, me getting ready for the demise of Shin Hot Tea and Andrew's consistent blubbering. <laughs> <laughs> And he, he he responded back, "How dare you!" <laughs> Andrew's a great guy. Although I, I I gotta say I I don't think it's gonna be Shin that that's gonna bite the dust. I I believe I believe it, it's it's going to be Balin Skull. Um, now part of that is because and and every ep- episode I watch. I, my heart sinks a little bit more because I know we're coming to the end of him because, you know, his the actor died before the, the series yeah. premiered, unfortunately. Yeah, Ray Stevenson. Mm-hmm. And, man, I, I think we are losing out on a great, great character. And I'm really, really bummed about it because, honestly, I, I think he's the most interesting character in this entire series. He, mm-hmm. he intrigues me more than anybody does. And I still want to learn more about him. Uh, heck, I I wouldn't mind a young Balin Skull Adventures or something just to see what he went through, you know, because he talks about in this episode with Shin, he says, I was just a little bit older than yourself when I saw the temple burn. That means he was there when mm-hmm. Anakin sees the temple. Uh, there's a possibility he faced Anakin there, you know, and he said, mm-hmm. he told Ahsoka, very few got to see what your master became. And that alludes that, uh, well, that shows you, he knows who Anakin became. He knows he became Darth Vader and he has firsthand experience at that. And that sends shivers down my spine because I'm like, Oh, I want to know more about him. Yeah. Even when he arrives and Thrawn looks at him and says, Oh, your general skull, mm-hmm. you know, Thrawn knows who he is. That's a yeah. big thing. You know, if, if a grand M M uh, uh, grand admiral, grand admiral in the empire, I was tripping up on words there. If he knows who you are by name, you were important. You were somebody big. So he did some big things in the clone wars and I, I want to know more about it. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, yeah, I find him intriguing. He's, he's yeah. so cool. And I, I feel like we're, you know, I mean, it, we're not getting robbed because you know, you, you can't, you can't escape destiny. Um, you know, he passed away and there's just nothing we can do about it. But um, yeah. And I don't want to see the whole, Disney magic of, you know, replacing his face on another actor later, unless maybe we get like one or two scenes. I don't want to, I don't want to do this whole de-age, you know, like they de-age Mark Hamill. I think that's a different situation than if they would just completely recreate him. Cause we, he hasn't been in star Wars enough to, to really do something like that. But at mm-hmm. the same time, I want more of him. So I just don't know how we do that. Do we, do we do it through books? Do we do it through comics? Stuff like mm-hmm. that. Good morning, Jeff. Jeff from uh, Nerdery and Murdery. Just good morning. Hey, 
just for our friends that Jeff's coming in. Here's my nerdery and murdery mug. Dun, 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 dun. And Jeff and Zig will be joining us for our next crossover with them at the end of October. I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be splendorific. It's going to be fun. And we're going to do some Star Wars awesomeness. And Jeff's got a special, uh, I don't know if I can, I don't know if he wants me to give it away or not. I, I don't know. Don't do um, it. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> he just said, yeah. Uh, so yeah, Jeff's got a special murdery for us. So he says he's ready to record right now. I'm not quite ready yet. <laughs> I got to do some more research on, on Bane before we, <laughs> I, I haven't read Bane in a long time. So yep. I, I got some things planned that I need to go over before I'm ready, but I need the few weeks. <laughs> I need a few right weeks. On. It's all good. It's all good. So if you had to do a synopsis of this episode, uh, what, what was really this episode about? Like what did, what occurred in this episode? Ooh, um, that's, that's a good question. Uh, man. Uh, cause we got, so, so we got introduced. I mean, we weren't introduced, but we, we got a little more introduction to the, I don't know if they're really witches of Dathomir, you know, they're, they're related to the witches of Dathomir. the, the uh, what are they called? The grand mothers. Mm-hmm. So that tells me that they're more powerful than the witches of Dathomir. And mm-hmm. and I do question: Are they even more powerful than Mother Taslin, or are they on the same? Because Mother Taslin, she's the one who brought Darth Maul back. You know, um, she she's the one that gave him his legs and so on and so forth. Uh, she's the one who. Uh, made Savage press into the giant monster that Savage press becomes. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. She's obviously pretty, pretty powerful. Um, so I, I, I believe they are descendants of the night sisters, but I think they're more than the night sisters. I think they're way more powerful than Sisters, which is why I believe Thrawn is utilizing them because as a Thrawn reader, <laughs> as an avid, fan of Thrawn, I know that Thrawn is a strategist and he will use whatever he can in order to get to his goal. So that's, there's the big question here. What is Thrawn's ultimate goal? You know, cause I'm still not a hundred percent sure what his ultimate goal is. Is it just to bring the empire back is, you know, um, Ultimately, it should be something about protecting his people, the Chiss, because that's, you know, that's where they go in the, the novels and the new novels. He's he's more about protecting his race than mm-hmm. anything. And that that is his ultimate goal in the novels. Um, and and even in the new novels, that's what is established. And, and the new novels are officially Disney canon. So, uh, man, there's just yeah, you got that. Um, we got the night troopers, uh, which to me are definitely death troopers. These are, these are reanimated zombie stormtroopers. And I got this book a few years ago. Um, and, uh, you know, at first I thought this book was just going to be silly and then I got into Walking Dead, and I was like, "Okay, I'll I'll try 
you know, horror star Wars crossover, just to, you know, I'm sure it's going to be so actually, I absolutely love this book. This is a fantastic book. So when I saw those troopers, my first thought was those are the death troopers. Now I think they're a little different than the death troopers because the death troopers are just mindless zombies, period. Mm-hmm. You know? um, and I think these are controlled zombies. So you might actually be getting, we might actually getting the more, correct zombie lore out of this because the real original zombie lore is they're not necessarily the dead you know just coming back to eat flesh they are actually puppets of someone else and i believe they are the puppets of the grandmothers yeah in this episode so we got a lot in this episode i got a lot yeah, you're jumping from oh this and and then this and then this and then sorry this, and sorry. then this. No, it's okay. Hey, real quick, um, I want to welcome John John Kramer. Uh, he, Morning, John. Pretty, he's like, uh, <laughs> who knew Star Wars is being uh, narrated by Doctor Who? <laughs> you're right. We're gonna get into that. In uh, that reference, everybody, that's just a good one. Appreciate it. Um, uh, Jeff came back in and said he thinks that the grandmothers are our night sisters. Well, um, I, I think they're beyond night sisters. I, I think they're more than just night sisters because I, I don't. I think the night sisters are below them actually. But you know, we'll find sure. out as this goes on. Like master and apprentice kind of a right. thing. Yeah, yeah. That kind of thing. Um, it, John picked up that the the lead night sister or the lead the lead witch, as yes. Shin Hati would say, is Claudia Black. I did not pick that up at first, um, but later I uh, I picked up on it. Yeah, uh, that has been confirmed. She is Claudia Black. He is absolutely right. Yeah. Claudia Black, for those that may not know, she was in uh, Farscape. She did, uh, if you played the Nathan Drake uh, games uncharted she was uh one of the characters one of the main characters in that and uh so uh yeah and also real quick shout out sam from australia nice to have you with that. us hi sam thank you uh good day mate <laughs> yep <laughs> going stargate yeah sorry and then John jeff Craig. jeff Claudia. just threw out one word and i want to Yasome is, I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, yeah, I don't think we're going to see those, Jeff. And for us diehard die uh, uh, Thrawn fans, I, I think that's a disappointment that we won't see them. But I, I, I think part of the reason we're not going to see them is because we're not, I don't, I don't feel that we're diving as heavily into the force per se in this and a little more into some kind of magical realm. Um, I mean, of course, we're going to have the force in it because, you know, we got uh, Balin oh. Skull and Shin Hati and we got Ahsoka and, you know, they're all part of the force and everything. But I think we're delving a little more into this this magical realm that we really haven't touched into in Star Wars so much. So, And I think that might be a deep dive for uh, fans, you know, fans who are not that well versed with Thrawn, but the Yelshami are these little lizard creatures that basically block the force. So, and Thrawn had a few of these. In fact, he would wear one around his neck and my, I have action figures with, with the, the Yelshami around Thrawn's neck actually. 
um, because they're pretty cool. And uh, Luke encounters them and realizes quickly that he can't use the force because those things are around. So great reference. Great reference. Um, And yes, John's right. Stargate. That's where Claudia Bach came from. Another one. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Jeff is sharing that he thinks he'll use the Night Sisters for that role kind of thing. I, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, maybe, yeah, that could be it. Interesting. Okay. They could be. Because they did have that interesting comment. Now, yeah, let's talk about that a minute. So when the Night Sisters meet uh, Balen Skull, Shinhati, and and uh, um, Sabine, one of them says, it reeks of Jedi. My first thought was they're actually talking about Balin Skull. That's what yeah, I was agreed. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, they send their little things over to Sabine, and I just rolled my eyes. I'm like, come on. she's." I think it's well, a misdirect. Yeah, I'm hoping you're right. I'm hoping it's a misdirect. I think so, too. Because, I mean, even Shin Hati, when she's fighting her, she's like, you have no power, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, and every time... Uh, uh, Sabine tries. She she can't do anything. <laughs> Even in this episode, that was pretty funny. By the way, she's trying to use the force, and then all of a sudden, there's this rumbling, and the rumbling's not her using the force. It's Thrawn's ship, the Chimera. Which, right. by the way, I was just like, oh, it's the Chimera. Oh, oh, there right. it is with the markings on the, underneath. And oh, I was just oh, I was geeking out. <laughs> I was so geeking out. But yeah, um. So, uh, yeah, I'm hoping you're right. I'm hoping that's a misdirect and, and, you know, they really don't see anything in her whatsoever. <laughs> that's, mm-hmm. I just want her to be a, a, a Mandalorian. That's all I want her to be. I don't right. want to be a Jedi. Right. It drives me. That still drives me crazy. Oh, okay. Can we talk about Thrawn? <laughs> Yeah, you're you're the one that's going all over the place. You just whatever you want to talk. Let's go. All right, <laughs> I, I got I, I, I got to address the elephant in the room. Um, so I, I've been a Thrawn fan since 1991, since he was introduced in Air of the Empire. I absolutely okay. love the character. He is one of my absolute favorite Star Wars characters of all time. I have been dying to see him live action. I was thrilled. When, when they announced that uh, Miles Mickelson was going to uh, play him because he voiced him in Rebels. And I thought he did this just fantastic job of being the voice of Thrawn. So I was really, really looking forward to it. I was a little shocked when he came on screen and I went, wow, Thrawn's been eating pretty good in this galaxy. <laughs> yeah. And again... Can't say a lot. Yeah, I've put on weight over the years too, but I am not Grand Admiral Thrawn, and he is, and I expect my Grand Admiral Thrawn to be nice, thin, and trim. <laughs> he was not those things. Right. And I was a little taken back by it. I was like, okay, all right. I think I got over it a little bit once you know the character started getting get rolling a little bit and well since you're bringing it up today I, i'd say you didn't get over it but hey continue on <laughs> <laughs> okay maybe you're right maybe i didn't <laughs> maybe I did. um 
maybe by next episode I will, but I don't know. It was just something that bugged me. And I was glad when I listened to rebel force radio the other day, uh, cause I wasn't the only one that was bugged. By that. <laughs> there are a lot of people who are like, yeah, he ate pretty well over in that galaxy. <laughs> You'd think that there wouldn't be as much to eat, but I, I, I think there's a mcdonald's there somewhere <laughs> must be must be there's a couple of fast food sure oh uh, anyway so i just had to get that out it was just something that's been driving me crazy uh let's see what else does jeff have to say what about the rumor that shin hot tea will become captain phasma i have not seen this rumor at all oh nah. god I, I don't want that to happen <laughs> nah uh jeff i hope that's just a rumor and and i hope it never comes to light captain phasma was the biggest one of the biggest letdowns in all of star wars i was so excited because i thought she was going to be this amazing character and she just became a dud i was so bummed out by that well it just Uh, wasn't fleshed out the character wasn't fleshed out or allowed to really do anything right Uh, it was a great concept uh, really, oh, it was. The, the actress who played Captain Phasma has much, much more better range than what they gave her in the what they gave her in the in the movie. So I think it was just it was just bad writing. Unfortunately, I don't think I don't think Filoni will go anywhere near that. Honestly, I I just don't believe that. Yeah. Um, let's see. That's kind uh, of a stretch. That's a stretch. I've heard more I, stretch theories in the last four days that I'll be open with you. Uh, boy, that one just takes the cake, though, Jeff. Oh. Yeah, that I. That's the first I've heard of that yeah, one. And that that one, one, yeah, yeah. I, I'll even I'll even go for the uh, uh, Abeloth theory over that one, and I'm still. I think that one's far off. Very very far off. And that's the oh, one I'm already wondering. mentioned. The one, yeah, you already mentioned the other one. Okay. That's the other theory. So that we'll, all right, we'll, look. Get to it in a we'll get to it in a minute. We'll get to it in all a right. minute. But I just want to say that the I I've heard so many different theories that I'm tired of hearing them. So <laughs> many wild, crazy theories. I'm just like, seriously, folks, it doesn't all have to connect. And you know, even with Balin Skull, I I am. I don't need anything else to connect with him other than just continuing to hear his story. I love well, he is I, my favorite character. I agree. I, I in, agree in this series because he's so intriguing. I'm not saying that I don't like the other characters. Don't get me wrong. But but what I am saying is he's probably for me personally, he is the most intriguing character in Star Wars right now because we because he's been introduced and we don't know him kind of a thing. Wow, Jeff! Jeff gave us the uh, the link to where he he found the uh, the Aso- or the uh, Shinhati theory. Um, I'll have to look at that later, but I, I I I'm just not I'm not feeling it, Jeff. I'm just not feeling it. <laughs> Part of it is I don't want to feel it, but <laughs> right. I totally agree with you. I I think that um, uh, yeah, uh, Balin is the most intriguing character in this series. Um, mm-hmm. I hate to say it. I even like him more than a little bit more than Ahsoka. And I love Ahsoka. Ahsoka has always been a, Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to take anything away from her. It's just Balin's new. He's intriguing, you know, and, and there's a mystery about him. 
and mm-hmm. and I want to know more. I, I just I want right. more of Balin Skull, and I'm so bummed that we're most likely not going to get that, you know, because because of the actor passing away, unfortunately. Right. Uh, Race, Would you be okay if they got someone else to continue on? Yeah, I don't know. I was I was thinking about that this morning. I'm like, how would I feel about that? How would I feel? I mean, man, they got to be really, really good because this guy was good. He he's was a really great good. actor. His and, facial expressions, the way he's acting, uh, the nuance to his tone of voice and um you know you're you're like well he's not like all bad but he's not all good but yet he you know i mean there's just just a constant just intriguing balance of a character maybe that's why his lightsabers are i do believe that he is and i i hate this term you know i don't like this term but i do believe he is actually the epitome of the yeah i'm gonna say it gray jedi Ah! there's a snowball flying through hell right now (laughs) (laughs) that was a great line (laughs) i hate that term but i think he just epitomizes that that uh description he is literally in between he you know and but he's the one character so far out of all of them that if it's going to be a gray Jedi, okay, you, you've got me intrigued. Now I'm willing to, to delve into these stories. If that's the case. Now, as far as a different actor playing, I think if they went back and we, you know, we did a younger Balin skull. Yeah. I'm fine with a younger, you know, cause then you need a younger actor to come in and play them. And, and I'm, I think that would work. I think we could do that. And then maybe if we had a series of a younger Balin, maybe then we could recast the older Balin. And I think that might be easier to handle. You know what I mean? But I think if we went from him now into like season two, I think that'd be a little jarring. I I don't know. And other characters have done it. Other characters have done it and gotten away with it. Uh you know, um, I'm trying to think, uh, what's her face in Thor, the, the girlfriend in Thor. Um, she was a different actress in the first Thor and then second Thor. some, uh, uh, Padme played her. <laughs> Natalie um, Portman. Yeah. Natalie Portman, but she didn't play her in the original Thor. Somebody else did. And you know they they pulled that off. They were successful with that. No, There's, she she was the original Thor. No, somebody else played her in the first Thor. Okay, Jane I thought, Foster. Yes, Jeff, that's correct. Jane Foster is the name of the character. Yeah, right. I thought somebody else played her. Anyway, there's that's been okay. Some, Keep going. There's been some examples of other uh, actresses that that have or actors actresses have switched you know, between movies and such. And, and, you know, people didn't blink an eye. Um, I think this might be a little difficult because just because he was so visible and, and uh, made such an impact on a lot Mm -hmm. of us Star Wars fans. I I don't know how it would work, but we'll see. It was roadie. Good call, Jeff. It was roadie. That was a different actor. Okay. Okay. 
I, I know somebody was, but anyway. Yep. Yep. Well, let me ask you this. This is, I want to get into this. This is real important because we're, we're already 39 minutes in <laughs> 40 minutes in longer <laughs> than the episode. Yeah. The biggest, the biggest, um, question for me personally is who or what or what or who is, is Balin Skull hearing what is calling to him? And I've seen the theories. I just don't know. And this is what I really want to get out of today's episode. Okay. For me personally, is your opinion, is it Abeloth? Now, for those who may not know, would you please give us a little bit on who Abeloth is? And then <laughs> if you think it is or isn't Abeloth. I had no idea who Abeloth was until this morning. <laughs> no, you knew. You knew who Abeloth was. When have we talked about Abeloth before? I thought have we? I don't remember talking okay. about Abeloth. Okay, this ahead. was this was new to me. I I didn't know anything about this character, and um, I think this is just totally far fetched. Abeloth is some kind of uh, well, okay. The way the way one of the theories that I listened to described Abeloth, she's almost like a uh, a mermaid, which is interesting it's an interesting mermaid. concept well okay let me let me explain she's like a mermaid in the fact that she is a whole exiled. New world. oh no sorry oh no that's aladdin sorry <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> and wrong, not, wrong disney not, princess not that kind of mermaid the like the dark uh mermaids of the original oh, yeah exactly like the siren song Okay, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> That's what I'm getting at. More like the siren songs. Okay. Um, I oh, mean, okay. I'm not saying she's physically a mermaid. I'm just saying that would be a, a equivalent to what she, what I think she is. Anyway, uh, so basically she's exiled to this galaxy. She can't, or planet, she can't get off of it. Some people believe that the planet that they are currently on is that planet that she was exiled. That's what I've heard. Right. Um, and she's like super powerful and she calls both Jedi and Sith to her. And she basically, uh, uh, takes over them. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then uses them as her bidding for her bidding. Um, I think that's highly far fetched. I don't think Filoni's going anywhere near that. Um, here's the connection of Abeloth that I thought may be possible or why people are connecting that is only because Abeloth's connection to the Mortis God. Right. Right. But now I think the Mortis gods, I think that's highly possible. And the reason I say, I believe the Mortis gods could play into this is because Dave Filoni had direct, uh, uh, creation with the mortis gods uh he and george worked together on the mortis gods and that is one of george's favorite works he loves the mortis trilogy so i could easily see filoni going i want to pay tribute to george's favorite star wars stories and and i could see him pulling the mortis gods into this in some way or fashion i mean we may not see them completely manifest into the series. But 
I can see him in some form or fashion pulling it into that. I do believe the world between worlds plays into it. I believe mm-hmm. Anakin plays into it. So I think that is a workable theory. Abeloth, I think it's too far-fetched. Part of the reason is because Den of uh, Nerds came up with that, and I think he comes up with too deep of theories that, um, that Filoni has said in the past. Sometimes the fans come up with theories that are so complex that we would have never even thought of those. Yeah. It's too far to get there too much to get there. Right. And I, I, I think he is digging too deep and I think he's going too far, but I don't think the Mortis trilogy is out of reach. I think Abeloth is out of reach and I don't think the Mortis trilogy is. I I, may not even touch that. I don't know. The whole aspect of the Mortis trilogy, and for those who haven't seen it, it's three episodes out of the out of the uh, Clone Wars. Clone Wars, which is really good. It's just a really good one. Great, great world building. I see it connected because it is mentioned in Rebels. We do get, you know, yes. the the painting, the interactive, yes. uh, you know, painting that Ezra interacts with is the Mortis the father, the daughter and the son kind of a thing. And then, um, Jeff said two out of left two two out of left, two, two out of left field. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Oh. It, it, it's deep. Now I, I remember Abeloth from the viewpoint of when I first heard of Abeloth, it was who is the most dangerous, darkest character in the oh, star yeah. Wars universe. And that's Abeloth of whom, in legends who Luke Skywalker has to fight. Yes. Yes. Um, and that's where I remember is first talking about Abeloth. I did not get the connection that Abeloth to Mortis. Um, I didn't either. I, I just, I, I, I was like, really? That's I, I, I was unaware of that connection and I still don't, I don't know if I buy it just yet now. So I, I don't, I don't think it's Abeloth. I think we're going to get something real more richer something better because again it doesn't have to all be connected uh, for me um i well now if we get mortis it is connected (laughs) well i i mean that yeah and i'm i'm totally okay with that but a lot of these theories that go super deep as you put them um uh was was uh how shall i say um that went uh, just uh, just too deep and stuff what did jeff say uh, Jeff said, um, I thought Exar Kun was the most dangerous. Maybe. If I remember right, Exar Kun was, he was from uh, Old Republic, right? See, I'm I, not. I don't know. I don't know about it. I know Kun, the so. name, but I'm not familiar with the lore. But I, I definitely know the name. Yeah. And I think he comes out of the Old Republic. Um, you know, yes, Jeff said that, yes. Old and that all that all depends. It, you know, it all depends on who you ask, as far as who's the most dangerous, so on and so forth, and stuff. Mm-hmm. And and I think as time goes on, there's always going to be. Well, this one's now the most dangerous. <laughs> right. I, I right. think you're always going to get that. So that that's hard to hard to determine. His spirit remained on Yavin Four. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's so, really interesting. Now, huh. I, I mean, even whether it's a you know Abeloth. No matter what is a dark character, 
and dark for Star Wars. But I've got to ask you, okay. do you think the whole Night Trooper thing is pretty dark for Star Wars? Um, yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, but I love it. I absolutely love it. I mean, we we already went there. We went there with with Maroc. Uh, uh, you know, he was obviously Night Sister Magic. You know, when when uh, Ahsoka kills him, he turns into green goo or, yeah. or well, green mist and stuff. You know, could be argued that the Ghostbusters sucked him up with with one of their traps. Right. <laughs> <Ghost traps. laughs> oh, oh, dang. I just oh, my gosh. I just nerded all over myself there. Uh, yeah, I want Ghostbusters now. <laughs> I want Ghostbusters in Star Wars. <laughs> but I, I think it's obvious that these uh, troopers are reanimated dead is what they are. Because Thrawn says he lost most of his fleet during that, you know, uh, thing with the, the Purgles. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he's got those Night Sisters for mothers, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. He has them around for a reason, obviously, and I believe they're using him too. Uh, you know, they they have they have ulterior purpose too. Everybody does exactly, exactly. Just like uh, Balin says, um, our enemy is our what is it? The friend, the enemy of our friend is <laughs> the enemy of our enemy is our friend. Is our friend. That's right. The enemy of our enemy is our friend. And and when it comes to the empire, yeah, that's that's all, that's all true. It's all true. It's all true, as Han would have said. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I believe that they are three animated dead. And I watched a couple uh, theories, and I didn't realize this when it was happening, but I totally believe this: the caskets that the troopers are carrying throughout the episode, those are dead night sisters. They're dead night sisters and they're going to bring them back too. So yeah, this could get very dark, um, but I'm okay with it. I am. I'm embracing it. Yeah. Bring it on, bring on the darkness because mm. guess what you, you sure you can go really dark and then, then we can have the, the light side, you know, come out and, and be more glorified, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm okay with that. Bring on the darkness. <laughs> Um, yeah, sorry. I, I had a question and I just about lost it, but the, um, with, yeah, I, I just don't know as far as dark it gets, you know, you've got the whole zombie situation and, and, you know, this reanimated dead. Oh, oh yeah. Didn't we see though? Was it rebels? Again, death troopers read death troopers right. is an awesome book. Did we see them in? Did we see the Night Sisters reanimate? Yes, folks. In in Rebel, was it Rebels? Okay, we we well. First of all, they brought back Darth Maul, and they gave him legs, and it was all through Night Ma- Night Sister magic. Right. Um, they they did reanimate somebody. I don't remember what it is. And more importantly, during the Boba. F- it was a Boba Fett or Mandalorian episode where we have the shadow council. I believe that was the Mandalorian episode. Anyway, you know, we see the shadow council 
And Pelion is there, and he is the right-hand man of Thrawn in the original Thrawn trilogy books, okay? He even brings up, what did he call it? Uh, uh, Operation Necromancer. I believe that's what we're seeing the beginning works of, is Operation Necromancer. It, It makes complete and total sense, you know? So I think that's what he was talking about in the Shadow Council. Right. <laughs> and and again, yeah, it's going to get yeah. dark. It's going to get very That's dark. That's interesting. Um, let's see, John said, well, oh, wait a minute. Well, yeah, let's go with John first. John said uh, that is played by West Chapman. Enoch. Oh, Enoch. Okay. Okay. Enoch. Mm-hmm. And then um, Jeffrey said that creepy captain of the troops with the gold gold face. That's, yeah, yeah that's, that's Enoch. was played by, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, we got to talk about Enoch a second. Yep. That guy looks awesome. Again, action figure. I want an action figure. Right. <laughs> so cool looking uh, guy. I was just, I kept wanting to look at him more and more like, dang, you intrigued me. I've never seen a trooper like you, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, I, I want more of this guy. I want to know who he is. I, I want to know why he's got a, a face and not, mm-hmm. you know, just a stormtrooper mask. When I first saw that mask, it reminded me of going back to the movie gladiator where oh, he fought wow. the one guy who had the mask yeah. and it says, we who are about to die salute you, you know, who had that mask was a big you know, guy. And that was kind of what it reminded me of. Um, I it just, it, again, we have another intriguing character that we're like, Oh, interesting. If he's his right hand man there, kind of a thing yeah i'm intrigued by this guy yeah yeah i do want to laugh that as you were talking about darth maul getting his legs jeff put in the chat lieutenant lieutenant daya got magic legs (laughs) there's there's memes of uh uh forest with anakin (laughs) anakin you ain't got no legs Want some ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> I love that meme. That's a great meme. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, okay. What what did Jeff say here? Made me think of Eyes Wide Shut. Eyes Wide Shut. It's an old movie. I don't know if I've ever seen Eyes Wide Shut. I know the Tom title. Cruise, Nicole Kidman. Uh, okay. Stanley Kubrick. Um, film but anyway so let me ask you this where do you think we're headed what are we going to see in the next two episodes based upon some of the world building that we've gotten you know do you think that thrawn is going to get back get back to our star wars galaxy or not or are we introducing a new far far away as we briefly mentioned at the beginning uh being narrated by doctor who himself Um, (laughs) which was awesome by the way (laughs) i love that yeah oh my gosh just hearing david Tennant say in a galaxy far far away i was just like oh my gosh i got goosebumps i loved it doctor who saying yeah the intro to star wars absolutely loved it fantastic it was great it was great Um, so so where do you think we're headed What's going to happen in these next two episodes? Um, I do believe that Thrawn will leave. 
I mean, that's the whole purpose of this, right? You're not going to go to this planet and we're just going to sit here. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Thrawn has to escape because he has some kind of larger plan. Where exactly he's going, I have no freaking clue. I, I, I don't know. Um, I do believe he plans on leaving uh, Balin, Shin, <laughs> Ezra, else. and yeah. Ahsoka. And, or, well, Ahsoka hasn't arrived. And and, and uh, uh, Sabine. I believe he plans on leaving all of them. Because my theory is he sent Balin and Shin after Sabine and Ezra to get them away from him. Cause he's like, I don't need them. They're in my way, you know, and I only want you around if I need you for something. I don't need you here. Go after them. You go get them. And then I can care less what happens to you. I, I think that was just his way of redirecting them and saying, Nope, I just need you out of my way so I can get the hell out of here. Mm-hmm. You know, adios. Mm-hmm. Adios guys. Right. Yeah. Later. That's the I, but other than that, I don't know where they're going. <laughs> yeah, but even Balin was just—it almost seems like Balin was using the opportunity. The only reason he continued was to go to Peridia because of power. I mean, with, now, yeah, let's talk about that a little bit sure. because I—I th- I think Balin's in search of something bigger than just power. He's not—he's not like a Sith, you know. I want ultimate power. Right, right. No, that's not Balin. But <laughs> I think Shin has a bit of the dark side in her. I, I I think she could easily be tipped to the dark side. And I think if Balin gets killed, see, everybody keeps theorizing, including my wife, that Shin is going to turn to the light side because Balin's going to get killed. I think it's the opposite. I think it's going to drive her to the dark side because I think she has a streak of the dark side in her. I Mm -hmm. see more because she's always talking about power, power. When do we get our chance? When do we get our power? You know, Mm -hmm. and Balin's always more reserved and held back, you know, and he's like, no, 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 no. We're out for something larger than that. We want something bigger. And he keeps saying, I want to go to the beginning. I want to stop this cycle of bad, good, bad, good, bad, good. Mm-hmm. He wants something more. I'm not a hundred percent sure what his intentions are though, mm-hmm. but her, I think she's craving the power that a Sith craves. So I just disagree with everyone who's like, Oh no, she's going to turn the light side. I, I don't, thinks that i think she's she's different she's i mean she's the same in the fact that she craves the power but i don't think she fits the 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 regular star wars narrative of oh well something bad happened so i'm gonna i'm gonna switch to the light side i don't think she fits that that i I don't think she fits in that keyhole you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. yep but that's what i see I, I could be completely wrong. Maybe maybe she does turn the light side. Maybe she joins with Ezra and Sabine. You know, I don't know. I, I have no idea. Yeah, I, I I do like the aspect that Balin has got this whole, you know, as he, they have orange lightsabers, 
um, you know, this whole mix between light and dark to a certain degree or something. And even in this episode where it mentioned where he is almost like he really does appreciate the Jedi order, but not what they became as far as a political right kind of a force. That's how I interpreted what he said. And if you think about that, that is very much like both um, Qui-Gon Jinn, because Qui-Gon Jinn never agreed with the council. You know, mm. Obi-Wan, remember Obi-Wan said that in episode one, Master, if you would just agree with the council, they would put you on it, you know? Um, and he never agreed with them, but then you had, uh, uh, oh my gosh. Um, Count Dooku. Count Dooku was an idealist and, and he, he, he didn't necessarily fit completely into the Sith he really wanted to change the Jedi order is what he mm -hmm. wanted to do. And so, but he, he wasn't, you know, he, he wasn't totally a Sith, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I think Balin kind of falls more in line with a little bit darker Qui-Gon Jinn and, and something along the lines of Count Dooku, some, somewhere around there. Okay. Dark I like that. Okay. So, um, but I, I think his intentions are, I think it, uh, ultimately his intentions are actually good. Uh, I think that's where from a, from a particular point of view, from a certain, <laughs> a certain point of view, as right. Obi-Wan would say, <laughs> I'm not sure Obi-Wan would agree with us, but because <laughs> I, I do think that Obi-Wan looked at everything more black and white, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and I tend to, prefer that in my star wars but i gotta say he has kind of won me over to the 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 gray jedi and maybe that's what it took maybe it took a brand new character because i always hated this whole thing well luke might actually be a gray Jedi. stop it no luke is not a gray jedi stop it mm -hmm. i hate that and obi-wan is definitely not a gray jedi and qui-gon jinn's not a gray jedi you know um <laughs> Qui-Gon Jinn looked at things differently, but I never thought of him as a great, this one I think could actually fit that. And, and he intrigues me. So maybe I'm finally won over with that theory. <laughs> it took a long time to get there though. <laughs> right on. We'll see. What right happens. on. So what else do you think is going to happen? Obviously he's going to, Thrawn's going to get back to the star Wars galaxy. Our, uh, whatever uh our star wars they're in one far far away but now they're going to come back to our regular far far away galaxy oh well i i think we have to go back to the yeah. other galaxy um i don't so think we're going to get any kind of real closure out of the series i think it's just going to open up well, we can't wait for the next season. And right. then as you stated, we're going to have a movie and how are they all going to interact and intertwine? Yeah. Okay, I don't think we can get any real closure because first of all, you only have two episodes left and there's so many loose threads. It's like, well, we can't close everything up at the mm -hmm. end of this season, you know, tie it up into a nice, a nice bow. There's just no way. Right. Um, and, and I think this is all Filoni's build up towards the movie. 
That that's what I think this is. It's just it's building because then you're going to get the explosive stuff in the movie. So mm. yeah, there's only so much we can with a movie on the helm. There's only so much you can do in the TV series. All you can do is set up the movie in the TV series. And I don't have a problem with that, you know, especially considering there is an end goal in mind somewhere, Mm -hmm. you know, Filoni has a, a a place that he wants to go with this. And that's good. Um, Unlike the sequel trilogy that they had no freaking idea where they were going with. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I, my guess is it's going to be the last episode where they all get back to our, standard far far away galaxy where you know we're coming back to it that's that's where i see that so then um then i would say uh after after that um i they'll all get back i mean that's that's really where things are going to end it's going to come back they're going to be in the galaxy and you're like oh what's going to happen now you know kind of a thing so that's how i see where we're at one one last thing I got to ask you about is there seems to be this theory that you can't trust Ezra. I don't, I, I was going to get your thoughts on that. If you knew anything about that or people are saying right. something about Ezra. Uh, uh, sorry. I was just reading what Jeff said. Um, Jeff was referring to Shinati and said, she's already part of the dark side already. She has made the red blade bleed. So she has the crystal bleed. She already had the crystal bleed. Um, yeah, not a hundred percent consistent. I mean, I don't think she's there yet. I think she's on the verge. I'm sorry. Where were you going with the Ezra thing? I got distracted by Jeff's comment. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> I apologize. I'm sorry. It's uh, it, nothing. We'll finish out with this one. But the Ezra, the Ezra, something because we got Ezra back or Ezra. We get to see Ezra that right at the very end and stuff. If people say, oh, no, you can't trust Ezra, or, you know, don't trust Ezra or what? something like that. Yeah, I didn't even bother clicking on him because I was just like, nah, I don't care about that kind of a thing. But I was curious if you had any thoughts on it. No, I, I think Ezra's intentions Ezra. are always good. It's Ezra. Um, mm-hmm. I, oh, by the way, I loved the casting of Ezra. I thought he was fantastic. Um, a little anti-climatic getting to him because it was like, oh, okay, the little creatures just led you to, to Ezra. Yeah, it was a little quirky, yes. I mean, the only slight challenge we got was when she uh, had the little battle with the uh, uh, their version of the Tusken Raiders. Yeah, there you go, <laughs> right? Actually, I absolutely love that. I, I love neat, the, fact the nomads that, or whatever they are. Yeah. yeah. That Filoni gave us, uh, for lack of better term, a uh, degenerate. I can't say the word. <laughs> Indians. Indigenous. 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 Thank you. Indigenous he gave us people. An indigenous people for this planet. Mm-hmm. And, and Jawas. Right. Well, yeah, but they were. The great thing was we just didn't get sand people and Jawas again. You know, right. it's like, oh, okay. Well, this time we'll put sand people in purple clothes, and and we'll put Jawas in green robes. And right, no, he he created new creatures, and I liked them. They they were fun, and they were very yeah. Star Warsy. You know, Filoni's good at animals. He's very good. Oh, oh, I forgot. There was also a scene that uh, 
Star Wars theory pointed out, and 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 I completely forgot this. It completely slipped my mind. But after that battle with them, I think it's right after that battle. Um, Sabine sees some kind of bat creature fly off, and it looks exactly what the sun turned into in the Mortis trilogy. Exactly. So mm. I, I think that's another clue that we may be heading towards the Mortis trilogy. I think that's some, some sort of clue that, that maybe the Mortis is there. Maybe that's it. Maybe they're on that planet. I could go with that. If we could see Mortis in live action. Ooh. That'd be interesting. That'd be that really would cool. be. That would I mean, be. We got Anakin. Why not? <laughs> right. I'm up for that. Or maybe it's the sun that's there rather than Abeloth. It's the sun that is calling out. I see. I would like that better. And I think that's more of where Filoni will go. Oh yeah. Much more better. There you go. Yeah. I think that's where Filoni will go. If he goes any of these theories, it's going to be the Mortis trilogy. So that's awesome. Very good. Oh, my nephew is on. Uh, sorry, I was live. <laughs> I couldn't answer you. He tried calling me earlier. I don't know if you heard the phone ring. I heard it. Everybody heard it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can blame you can blame him. <laughs> so when it comes up on the recording, you know who called. So <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, this was one heck of an episode to digest. I. I think we walk away with more questions than we had when we started this episode, but I think we got some beautiful imagery, uh, some great introductions, you know, um, hopefully uh, Enoch, I believe that was the, the mm-hmm. character's name. Mm-hmm. Hopefully Enoch goes somewhere. He's not just a throwaway character. Uh, three geeky dads were commenting on that. Uh, Star Wars has a, uh, a tra- bad track record of creating these visually inter- interesting characters and then going nowhere with them. I agree with that to, to the extent, except that they kept, they kept throwing out Boba Fett. I love Boba Fett. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Three geeky dads. <laughs> uh, but I do agree with them. You know, uh, Captain Phasma was visually incredible and she went nowhere. Um mm-hmm. You know, there's, yeah, there's plenty of other characters that, you know, could have been and just, you know, so I hope Enoch goes somewhere. I'd like to see something come of him. I know he can't be like a big major, but do something with him. Just do something. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Don't have him be punked off, you know, in, in the next episode. That's, that's all I ask. Um, just like that, that uh, Maroc, Maroc was visually interesting. We all debated whether he was Star Killer and you or know, Ezra all kinds of, or yeah, yeah. Ezra. <laughs> right? I never thought he was Ezra. Never. I never thought so either. Uh, but Maroc was pretty cool, and sure enough, boom, he's gone. He's just green mist. Bye. Yeah, like a, like a uh, Sith fart in the wind. He's gone. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so let's hope uh uh enoch is is not that um the shadow troopers amazing looking and they i will say it all day they remind me of the death troopers and reed 
read Death Troopers, especially going into Halloween. It's a great Star Wars book if you want some good Star Wars horror. There you go. I think even Jeff said in the comments that he thought it was a great book. You know, the funny thing is, I, I thought it would be terrible. And, uh, um, uh, gosh, I can't think of the podcast. Um, Utini. Utini was doing it. They were going to review oh. it. So I actually went and bought it. I'm like, okay, if Utini's going to review it, I'm going to go, I'm going to buy it and, and I'm going to read it. So, and that was back when Utini was actually selling the Star Wars books. And I actually bought it from and read it and listened to the podcast. And I'm, I'm reading it and I'm like, wow, this is a really good book. And then I, I will say there is a cameo in the book. And at first, and I'm not going to give away who the cameo is, but at first I thought, oh crap, this cameo is going to ruin it. Um, just because it's going to completely take me out of it. And actually, it enhanced it. It made it better than I thought it was going to. So mm. I was really happy. I really, really recommend Death Troopers by Joe Schreiber, especially if you're into any kind of zombie genre stuff and you're into Star Wars, definitely give it a call or give it a look. It's, it's mm. really, really good. Um, yeah, so uh, and Thrawn was amazing to have him live action think he needs to take off a few pounds but other than that just incredible loved it i i love the intrigue of these night sisters uh grandmothers or not grandmothers whatever they're called um I, i'm i'm wanting to know more about them so just yeah i think we ended up with more questions and answers in this that's all and i think it's meant to be it's the whole introduction yeah. here he is and then where we headed yeah right. oh and the chimera the chimera incredible oh and we got the uh japanese art of how do, how do they say it T kintsuki where you you break a vase and then you uh glue it, Put back, it back together you glue it back together well all mm -hmm. the gold in them is mm -hmm. the night sisters gold and it's the same art you know and if you looked closely at the chimera there's a lot of gold in, in mm -hmm. the chimera too. So the same mm -hmm. thing had been done with the chimera. Um, intriguing stuff. And I love that they're just delving into the, the Japanese culture. Um, Cause that's something that, that George Lucas was really into is, you know, mm -hmm. uh, like the whole Kurosawa thing and, and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, it was the interesting thing of everything with Ahsoka has been Japanese Western. Even even Ahsoka's entrance in the Mandalorian, that whole episode was uh, a oh, Japanese yeah. Western style. Even the fight with uh, Elsbeth Morgan at the end of that episode was all samurai style stuff. And so, yeah, I totally agree. Totally agree. Agree. Okay. And I think that's all I got to say about this episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, well all i can say is I'm, I'm yeah, right i'm looking forward to the next two episodes um oh, yeah. as we finish it out and um i'm looking forward to them. so what do you want to see come up in the next episodes what, what are you I, anticipating i don't really i am anticipating seeing balin finding what it is that's calling to him yes um, Agreed. if you ask my druthers of what it is, it is something to do with Mortis, uh, 
that's, but I don't know what that is. And I, I really am just looking forward to seeing what Dave's storytelling brings. Agreed. Um, and then um, I do think Thrawn is going to get back. He's going to skip because that's what's going to set up for the, everything else. You know, it's his return. The Shadow Council is ready for him to return, if that makes sense, to rally all the troops together. The, well, I don't think all of them are. All of them weren't too hot and <laughs> heavy about. Well, they didn't believe that. it until. But I think once he gets, he returns. They're like, oh, he did return. And then, you know, just like anything, they're all going to be vying for attention and power underneath. Well, them. oh, yeah, they're going to be the ones kissing his butt. Oh, Thrawn's back. Oh, we knew you'd come back, sir. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, Please so I think don't that, kill me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. No, I and, won't kill you. I will use you until you die. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> Try and to you, give it my best, Thrawn. <laughs> it's all good. Um, so then uh, those are the biggest things. I think Ahsoka will get there. Um, you know, at this rate, I... But with Ahsoka, I think it'll be just, they'll get back as well with the Purgles again, maybe, you know, kind of a thing. It, it's hard oh, to say. A, but that's another question, because he said, if you see any of those space whales, you see any Purgles, kill them. So, yeah. uh, I mean, they may get killed off. Uh, yeah, yeah. I did like it off. where the it was kind of an elephant graveyard. You know, it yeah. was the Purgle graveyard. Oh, yeah, was, the rings. It was intriguing. That you know, that it looks was like intriguing. the rings of Saturn, but it was actually the the uh, whale bull, uh, whale bones of the Purgles. You know, yeah, yeah. That, that was that was wild. that was great, great world building, great storytelling in that. That was I like that. So I, that's where where I just see us headed. Is I don't think we'll get any big answers as far as any kind of closure to the series, other than Thrawn returns. This is all about Thrawn returning and introducing one of the greatest Star Wars villains of of all time. And uh, I, I just think with Legends material and bringing him back or bringing him in, I think he was great in Rebels. But now to get him live action, I think is great. And I think they're gonna they're gonna, for lack of a better term, they're gonna milk it. Um, and I don't mean milk it in a negative way. I just mean in hey, we've got a great villain that Timothy Zahn gave us. Let's let's you know a lot of fans really enjoy this character. Let's give them, but in the it, but we got Balin Skull also, which is just such an intriguing character, and I'm looking forward to seeing kind of what happens there. Oh yeah, I I hate to admit it, but I'm also I, I'm actually more intrigued by Balin Skull than I am Thrawn, and and I'm a huge Thrawn fan. I love you are, Thrawn. and that's those are big words coming from you. Yeah, I. <laughs> I want more Balin. I really do. Yeah. Yep. Andrew's all about Shin Hati, but I'm more about Balin. <laughs> <laughs> She's just the apprentice. <laughs> that's all. Uh, that's funny. Who cares? <laughs> right on. I I feel we've picked up another useless life form, Master. <laughs> oh, there's a dig for you, Andrew. Just saying. Hopefully. All right. Anyway. All right. Well, with that, everybody, thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of Two Geeks and a Microphone. Any last comments or any last thoughts, Mr. Mike? Uh, just looking forward to more Thrawn, looking forward to the uh, Night Troopers or Death Troopers, whatever you want to call them. Sure. Can't wait to see where <laughs> they go with that. And uh, more Balin. Just give me more Balin. That's yeah. all. 
I want more Balin. Yeah. I want a whole Balin te- television series. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right on. Well, everybody, check us out on our website. Let me get that one first. TwoGeeksMike.com. TwoGeeksMike.com. That's our hub for all our wonderful um, connections to our merch page where we've got some fun T-shirts and hats and slogans and stuff. And then Save it for the podcast. Yep. And yeah, right. <laughs> and then there's our uh, Kofi page, our link to our Kofi page, where if you want to help support us, all that money really just goes to help us uh, with our hosting services and with our platforms in order to um, just communicate and enjoy talking all things geekdom. If you want to reach out to us, you can reach out to us at an email, which is show, S-H-O-W, at twogeeksmike.com, number two, G-E-E-K-S-M-I-C.com. Um, and so then uh, from there, make sure you kind of say hi. Now, if you're curious, if you just want to go directly to our merch page that's the site for our merch page which is really hard to dash yeah, we gotta again, we gotta I, get that down <laughs> yeah we gotta figure something out on that one so we'll, we'll but uh anyway but you can get to it from our website two geeks TwoGeeksMike.com. So, well, um, with that, I just want to encourage everybody. Uh, there you will also see some of our sponsors um, that we have. One I do want to talk about today real quick is Audible. If you like to listen to audiobooks, and especially on the go, and I have to say, some of the best audiobooks are the Star Wars audiobooks. Um Right. We should probably should do Death Troopers. Hey, I'm going to look it up real quick. But here's the thing about Audible. You can try it out for free for 30 days. What that means is you get one free audiobook of your choice if you've never done it. So if you go to audibletrial.com slash two geeks, T-W-O-G-E-E-K-S, you can... Check it out there. And um, we've got uh, a guy who's been on the show, Mark Thompson, has been on with us. He actually does a lot of the narration for the Star Wars books. And um, I'm looking up Death Troopers to see if it's on there. And sure enough, Star Wars Legends, Death Troopers is on there, narrated by Sean Keenan. Six hours, 41 minutes. Whoa, it gets four and a half out of five stars with over 5,600 ratings. I told you it's good, man. <laughs> it's good, everybody. So you could do that one. Uh, you could choose the Death Troopers as your free Audible. If you choose to continue, it's going to be $14.99 a month. And uh, you get one free credit towards any audiobook. But you also get access to the Audible catalog. And the Audible uh, Plus catalog, excuse me, is going to have all kinds of other ones that are just included in your membership, which are some classics and some morning rituals and all kinds of different things, which are really neat out there. If you even listen to podcasts, guess what? Podcasts are, are on there as well. And so is Two Geeks and a Microphone. We are there as well. So with that being said, please check us out. If you do continue to subscribe, we do. It does help the show. We are. That is an affiliate sponsor here with us at Two Geeks and a Microphone. All right, Mike, there is the commercial. (laughs) All right. Now for our shameless plug, if you've made it this far, please like and subscribe to us on both Facebook and on YouTube. Make sure you give the little bell a tickle so you get all the uh, notifications when we go live. We go live every Saturday morning, 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. You do the math on the rest. Um, I'm very active on facebook i'm always trying to share memes and information and stuff some some information i share on facebook some of it i save for the show it depends on 
whether it's juicy enough or not for the show or not. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, then there's a lot of meme wars between me and three geeky dads and sometimes nerdery and murdery and so on and so forth. Our, our podcast buddies, we love those guys. Speaking of nerdery and murdery, they are returning to two geeks in a microphone at the end of October. And I cannot Yay. wait to have Jeff and Zig back on. They are awesome guys, and I'm looking forward to being, you know, on their show also. Um, and also, we have Carissa Grant returning to with uh, returning to be on our show right after Ahsoka is finished. Carissa will be on to uh, push her latest campaign for her comic book uh, company, um, uh, Worthy Chaos. So make sure you check in for that and see what's up with Carissa lately. Other than that, I have nothing else. Do you, Stephen? Nope, we're good, man. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Yes, thank you very much. And with that said, over and out, and may the Force be with you. Thank you for joining us today on the Two Geeks and a Microphone podcast. Tune in next week when we will have more news and reviews. Until then, 